all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. I'm Alex Matthew and this is everything that you need to know at the start of your day. Happy Monday. Today is the 23rd of December. Reliance Industries has mounted a strong counter to the government's petition in the Delhi High Court seeking to block its $15 billion deal with Saudi Aramco. The company has said the government's petition is an abuse of process as no arbitration award has fixed any final liability of dues on the company. Reliance said it was a falsehood to say that the arbitration tribunal had passed an order or an award requiring the company and its partners to pay $3.5 billion to the government. The affidavit came in response to the government moving the Delhi High Court seeking to block Reliance selling 20% stake in its oil and chemical business to Saudi Aramco for $15 billion in view of pending dues of $3.5 billion in the Panna Mukta and Tapti oil and gas fields. States are not in favour of increasing goods and services tax rates at a time when there is a consumption slowdown and it is not the right time to bring down the number of slabs under the GST, according to Sushil Kumar Modi, Deputy Chief Minister of Bihar. He said this on Saturday. In the aviation space, the government has stepped up scrutiny of engines on Airbus SE's A320neo jets, forcing the country's biggest airline, Indigo, to have to replace more than previously estimated. It's a move that could further delay Indigo's expansion plans. Arun Kumar, who is the head of the Directorate General of Civil Aviation, told Bloomberg News yesterday that a more intense examination of engines manufactured by Pratt & Whitney has identified more engines at risk of shutting down in mid-air. Out of the roughly 200 engines in use, Indigo will now have to replace at least 130. India's aviation minister Hardeep Singh Puri had earlier put the figure at 110. As many as 377 infrastructure projects, each worth 150 crore rupees or more, have been hit by cost overruns of more than 3.94 lakh crore rupees owing to delays and other reasons, according to a report by the Ministry of Statistics and Programme Implementation. Now, foreign institutional investors continue to pump money into the Indian equity markets. Uh, on Friday, they bought as much as 338.9 crore rupees on a net basis. The amount was lower than it has been even during the week. But incidentally, foreign portfolio investors have now invested a net of 1.3 lakh crore rupees in 2019 into the Indian markets and as much as 97,250 crore of that went into equities. That's the highest level in six years. In international news, Chinese President Xi Jinping isn't planning to attend the World Economic Forum in January, according to people familiar with the matter, taking one option for a face-to-face meeting with his US counterpart Donald Trump off the table. Beijing still plans to send its top trade negotiator, Vice Premier Liu He, to Washington to sign a Phase 1 deal in early January. US Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer has said he expects the 86-page agreement to be signed by Liu and him around that time. 
New documents have shown that President Donald Trump asked about U.S. military aid to the Ukraine a month before the call with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky that went on to trigger the impeachment investigation. The heavily redacted emails that were obtained under the Freedom of Information uh, request by the Center for Public Integrity also shows that administration officials ordered a hold on the aid about an hour after the leader's call on the 25th of July. In international markets, U.S. markets ended positive at the end of the week. The Dow gained as much as three-tenths of a percent, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq gained about half a percent and four-tenths of a percent, respectively. In Asia this morning, it's a bit of a mixed picture, with the Nikkei gaining about two-tenths of a percent and the Australian benchmark losing that same amount. The Kospi was flat last I checked. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the start of the week? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global queues are muted at this point of time. DSX Nifty is also indicating an absolutely flat outlook. But lots of stocks to watch today. The Sensex changes are effective. Titan, Ultratech Cement and Nestle are, will be part of the Sensex, while Tata Motors, Tata Motors DVR, Vedanta and Yes Bank will be out of the Sensex. Manpasan Beverages came out with its first quarter earnings, revenues down 89%, EBITDA loss at 8.4 crores versus an EBITDA gain of 68 crores last time around, the net loss at 31 crores versus a net profit of 36 crores last time around. The company says that the operations were disrupted in large scale due to GST searches and investigation proceedings. And the second quarter numbers now will be announced on December 27th. Hindalco will be in focus. Novelis, which is a subsidiary, received the approval from the Chinese State Administration for market regulation for its acquisition of Eleris. ICICI Bank has acquired 18.7% stake in Carvi Data Management Services due to the invocation of pledged shares. Uh, we saw that last week it was Bajaj Finance who had acquired a stake. Prestige Estate Projects, the board has approved allotment of 1.34 crore shares at a floor price of 323 to Gamnet aggregating to almost 434 crores. Gamnet is the investment firm managed by Singapore Wealth Fund, GIC. Tata Global Beverages has appointed Sunil D'Souza as the MD and CEO with effect from 4th of April till 2025. He will be leaving the post of MD of Whirlpool in March next year. JNK Bank divergence in NPS stood at a positive 689 crores and divergence in provisioning stood at 884 crores for the financial year FY19. Dish TV in terms of the block deal, Hero Enterprise Partner Ventures acquired 1.33 crore shares. IV Icon Solutions LLP was the seller. In terms of IPO, Prince Pipes and Fittings received 2.2 times demand for the shares offered. In terms of brokerages, Jefferies has initiated on India Mart India Mesh with a target price of 2500. Also, we'll watch out for Just Dial because the note talks about a lot of stuff that's being done on the B2B segment, and Just Dial has also managed to do that. BNK has upgraded SBI to a buy with a target price of 390 as the risk return is turning favorable. City raises mine trees target to 800 from 765 and maintains neutral. The management continues to focus on improving EBITDA margin sequentially. And Morgan Stanley has raised his power grids target to 237 from the earlier 229. Lower capex and asset monetization implies stronger dividend outlook as per the brokerage. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloomberquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade thanks Sarshan.
Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website, just like Darshan says. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.